Stories with Auntie, sing along and smudge with Uncle. Mm-hmm. I'll start off with introducing myself um, in my language, which is Lakota. I'm also Hiratsa, but I've been um, practicing more of my Lakota side. So, Madakiapi, Chantewashte Nape Chiuzapi, Hampawashtewi Na Kahiwatani Esquaw Hemia. Ian was loha na three affiliated tribes Himataha. Michinchaki Noom, Michinchaki Yamani, Sapphire na Lali na Yuma Echiapi. Inawayaki Anita Many Wounds Echiapi na Atewayaki, the late James Bruce Hall Echiapi. Hello, my relatives. My, I'd like to greet you all with a warm heart. A warm, heartfelt handshake. Um, my Lakota name is Pretty Moccasins Woman, and my Cree name is Eagle Tail Woman. Um, I am Hidatsa. I'm Lakota, Dakota. I come from the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe and the three affiliated tribes. Mm-hmm. We have three daughters, Sapphire, Lolly, and Yuma. And um, I'm a comedian. And this is uh, originally how it started off of my comedy page on facebook we started going live inspired by our own morning coffees joel and i would just be having coffee and visiting and we decided let's go live and so that's how this all started and we're really grateful that you're listening to us right now and i'll give joel the opportunity to introduce himself dance toya mio gig sip by yo Steve and Hilda Widakusa. Yeah, Joel Wood. My name is Joel Wood. Um, my Indian name, my Cree name is Miganakamusaganak, uh, and that translates to um, Feather Pickup Man, the one who f- picks up feathers. That's actually the second time that I sang that song. You know, it's a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) It was good. Been working the past few days on trying to 
trying to uh, put together a tune or a melody that would, we could share on our show that was composed by, I'm going to say it's, it was composed by Tanya and I because, uh, you know, without the inspiration of having this show, you know, and uh, there would be no song behind that. So, Oh, yeah. you're so sweet. <laughs> you did all the work, but I'll take some of that credit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I come to you from um, Musquachee, Alberta, Canada. And uh, that's where my mom's from, and my dad is from uh, Sad Lake Cree Nation. My dad's the found uh, one of the co-founders of the Northern Cree Drum Group, uh, Wood Brothers. Steve Wood is my dad, and my mom's name is Hilda. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm a member of the Northern Cree Drum. I don't know if I mem- mentioned that already. Since he was nine years old. Yeah. And it's uh, just glad to have been included in uh, in the uh, the morning live. Was, I think it was more. Uh, it was uh, inspired by just our personal at home morning coffees with just Tanya and I. And before that, it was uh, you know I I used to sit and have coffee at my parents, bright and early, you know. Uh, they still have their coffees bright and early, five thirty, six in the morning. Oh, <laughs> I think I'm rolling over by then. But yeah, coffee and stories with Auntie. Sing along and smudge with Uncle. And I'm Uncle. And I'm Auntie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I feel also I feel like coffee time has been really really um intimate almost for me uh with all the traveling that i do in my comedy um it's the simple things that i appreciate and i really appreciate going to visit or people coming to visit our home and just pouring a cup of coffee and just the simplicity Mm -hmm. of the warmth and you know when i'm drinking my coffee i'm visiting and um i'm finally understanding why my dad used to always go to my grandma's and have coffee and a slice of bread with peanut butter. And here I am um, sitting with my partner and we're having coffee. And we thought, we, you know, we didn't think like, oh, you know, um, it. we didn't think like, oh, let's do this. It wasn't like a big plan to, it was just spur of the moment. And through our stories, through our voices, really, through our songs, singing together, in this morning show, I've learned to start singing with Joel, and it's been a beautiful beginning for me. And also, um, we are helping others heal. We've been getting a lot of messages in boxes um, of people telling us our stories on how our stories or maybe our songs and just laughter has um, uplifted their spirit and helped them even learn different cultural things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a good story it brings up memories of uh of my childhood and uh things at home my 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 home fire my parents' home fire when they'd have visitors over you know that's kind of one of the things that they would bring out immediately and you know they'd offer offer a cup of uh coffee or a cup of tea and uh you know that's just when you know the coffee was brought out or the tea sit around and then the stories would follow and uh you know just kind of 
that's also like a cultural teaching. Yeah. Like I grew up um, with my mom uh, telling me or seeing with my mom telling me anytime somebody comes over to our house, you make sure you offer them food and water and coffee is also included in that. Um, My Magoo Sally has always offered coffee when people come over her coffee pot was always going always going um and so this is also an inspiration and we also want to recognize our parents our grandparents and uh for really inspiring us and um Mm -hmm. teaching us these cultural things like you don't you don't give you don't when your relatives come over you offer them something you don't let them leave without a full stomach a full of food or coffee or water mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so beautiful right <laughs> yeah. and so you know sometimes With- you're even if you're not hungry or you you just take you just still you say yes and you 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 don't have to eat up or drink everything but it's just the um a sign of respect that you you take their offering because it's also a gift mm-hmm as I was saying, what, uh, yeah, that's that's good. You know, you offer your your guests uh, coffee, tea, you know, something to drink, and then you sit around and you tell stories, and <laughs> after that, you know, the the laughter starts to come in, you know, and, and that in itself is healing, you know, as mm-hmm. as you all know. Um, I think what you're gonna get out of this. Uh, our podcasting is is uh that's what we want to give off is some healing some good good feeling some laughter um through you know storytelling and uh yeah just good energy and good medicine out your way yeah and we just took joel decided to light the sweet grass before you know and we like to incorporate our medicines and we like to acknowledge the spirit of the sweet grass and we you when you smudge we ask of you to be intentional on what you need and the healing and the energy you know to attract the positive and to veer off the negative our medicines um we've always known about traditional plants and um sweet grass being one of them we smudge with we also smudge with different uh, kind of roots and uh, but, but, sorry babe i just want to throw in and say that's true because i lit up that smudge because we tried to podcast right before this one it did work so oh my gosh that's so true asking the creator to help us out here (laughs) turn my mood around (laughs) (laughs) and that is so good like if you ever feel like you're you're having like your mood is shifting or you're like geez why am i feeling like like a little frustrated or a little down like just inhale some of that smoke of our our medicines that we have we have sage you know and there's different kinds of sage there's there's also sweet grass there's cedar there's different kind of roots that we use um to smudge with one of them is diamond willow fungus that is one of my favorite things to smudge with and you can research the um importance you can re- do your research on one whatever or or all of them whatever one you choose or if you choose to have knowledge about all of them just 
just remember that you're carrying that knowledge and to remember to share it just like sage it's it's meant to bring good energy and veer off the negative and so i just want to remind you and then sweet grasses it cleanses our spirit it cleanses our energy and um yeah anything that you have to you learn just remember to teach it that it's not to hold for yourself and to like judge others remember if somebody isn't understanding and you see them instead of laughing and pointing a finger and say hey uh hey there um just wanted to share what i know and my knowledge i don't know everything but this is what i have to share mm-hmm. and so we're supposed sitting here and we've been taught things by aunties uncles our moms our dads our grandmas and grandpas and so this is also what we like to do is share with you guys stories and teachings do you want to share a song bit sure um yeah let's go (laughs) (laughs) i think what i just wanted to say on what you're you know what you were saying there that's um that's something that i like to really uh um i like to stress that on people you know like when i when i'm sharing something it's not that i'm i'm telling you that this is the way you know i i it's just something that i you know i something that uh maybe i think that i know so i'm just sharing in a good way from a you know a good heart um this song it's uh it's sung first thing in the very morning uh we sing it every morning um here at our house uh my father he sang he sings a song every morning ever since way back i can remember i could hear this song in the morning time and what it's saying is it's saying once it's time to get up you know already the birds are out there singing Scott Bell 
no maia a sepi e se sagne camoa pemi ona quan kitaskino the morning song um i'm gonna be really honest with you guys and tell you that i do not know who the composer of that song is but uh i learned that song a long time ago and it's probably one of the very first songs that i uh i've ever learned and it was taught to me by my father steve wood oh i love that song mm. i mean you taught me that song and i'm still learning i think i've been practicing all week for a couple weeks now mm -hmm. with you in the morning and i and i read the the book he wrote in our notebook he wrote down <laughs> the lyrics so it's indian karaoke yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i don't have the book right now so i was just watching his mouth his eyes were just clenched just shut yeah. <laughs> singing straight from the chante straight from the heart <laughs> So like just looking at his lips, trying to tell which word was coming next. He looked like he was crying. <laughs> yeah, holy smokes, you guys should have seen him. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm so proud of you when you sing. You did so good. Um, I also want to, we didn't mention that we both powwow. Um, that's one of the reasons why we met. And also... Let's I, just cut to the chase and let them know where we met, okay? <laughs> we met at Eagle Butte after Eagle Butte Powell. It was Sunday. The Powell was over. Like, if if you do or you don't know about Powell's after, everyone goes to the gas station to get gas and snacks we for the road. Need, we just needed gas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was coming out and Joel was coming in and I was... And I'm gonna be honest. I seen him at the powwow, but mm -hmm. at the end of the powwow, he was carrying the drum, mm -hmm. and I seen him, and I was like, "Oh my god!" But I was too scared to go say hi. Mm -hmm. And what, what, you know, what a coincidence of fate, I guess. We seen each other. Um, I was opening the door, and he was coming in the gas station. And I was like, "Oh my god, are you from Canada?" That outspoken me. And the shy him was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> acting all cool, just smiling away. And, you know, years later, he says, I, I knew who you were. You're, you were Tanya Joe Hall. I'm like, what? Why didn't you tell me you knew who I was? Why didn't you tell me? Hmm? Why didn't you say you knew who I was? <laughs> I couldn't let it be that easy for you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> have to slowly, slowly reel it in. Yeah. <laughs> Just acted real shy hey. and real nothing in. <laughs> what was that word you were calling me? Cherry. <laughs> cherry. Just acting cherry. When you say someone's acting cherry, it means like they're being shy and maybe they their face gets red like a cherry. Acting cherry, this guy over here. Back in my day, they used to call it act, uh, acting frigid. Ah. <laughs> For real? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why? So that's how we met. Um, and we were friends. All right, yeah, let's With just work. We're, here we are now. <laughs> With hey, <benefits>. hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Back in 2012, we met. 
and we were frannies. And then... <laughs> Sorry for this interruption. Technical difficulties. <laughs> we are having technical difficulties. And then, what, five years later, I was like, you ready to do this or what? You ready yet? You done messing around? <laughs> and, and he was like, yeah. <laughs> and then... Yeah, I am here. You came all the way up here to Canada. <laughs> And then I was like, bye, boy. I'm leaving back to the States. You're coming or you're not. He came. So we're sitting here in the States. In a closet together. In, the, in our walk-in closet. Looking at each other. Totally in love. <laughs> hey, we got a podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> and so some people were wondering and asking how we met. And so there's our story. Um, like any relationship, we're a working progress and we continue to grow and we continue to do individual healing and healing as a couple. Um, my advice would be communicate, be vulnerable, even when you're scared, even if you're nervous, the other person's going to be mad. Um, it doesn't have to be your, your intimate partner, your romantic partner. It could be, you know, your sister, your mom, your whoever it is, your best friend, um, this advice goes a long way and it goes, you know, for any relationship, it takes um, speaking on behalf of yourself. You're always speaking on behalf of yourself and your needs and your wants and what you agree with, even what you disagree with. You can't always please, excuse me, really <laughs> can't always please each other. <laughs> Is that a frog? Yeah. <laughs> That was a frog, sorry. You had frog legs for lunch. <laughs> Do you have any input on advice for relationships? I think you're just sharing all of my words right now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> when we get pep talked, I share you everything yeah. that I'm going to say and then you go right ahead and take the reins and use up all my material before yeah. I get to have any airtime. totally right though you know and you know we always go back to uh you know you have to you have to be able to love yourself before you can love um anybody else else or anything else you know yes. uh you you have to be able to take care of yourself before you're, you can you're able to take care of anybody else mm-hmm. um yeah um I wanted to add in on to, on to that. I wanted to add to that loving yourself. And, um, you know, Joel and I have, we're going on to three years um, this year. And um, I feel like, you know, at the beginning of the year, I just now realized, you know, Joel and I, um, he gave me a reminder that I wasn't loving myself. And I didn't even realize it. And that's what it's about. When they say that when you're in a relationship, and you guys better each other. That's what they meant, you know, and we remind each other. That's something we had to learn, you know, and it's continual. It's not just like, oh, I love myself right now. Like, it's a continual process. You you continue working on loving yourself, looking up tools, looking up affirmations to say to yourself, looking up uh, mantras, look 
practicing meditation and prayer all of those go hand in hand with loving yourself and taking care of your spirit your mind and your body having any a morning ritual or just some sort of ritual that you do for yourself and then you take care of your family and then you take care of everything else you need to take care of you come first when you wake up pray for yourself before you go to sleep you pray for yourself for things that you need things that you're lacking you know maybe you're not confident ask for self-confidence maybe you need to forgive somebody pray for forgiveness for 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 yourself and for them whoever it is maybe it's an individual maybe it's an experience um all of that goes hand in hand with loving yourself and so I just thank you babe for helping me understand and see what I wasn't seeing and sometimes that's what relationships is about is somebody being honest and and that I'm sure that was scary for you was it to tell me that oh absolutely (laughs) absolutely and we still continue to remind each other maybe when Joel isn't saying something very nice about himself or me like I definitely am saying hey don't talk about yourself like that and maybe some of you can remind your relatives or maybe you can remind I caught myself today I was saying something or like I Joel I was, me and Joel were, were uh, visiting and he was I was saying thanks for being a good teammate and he because we call ourselves a team our whole family and uh he said yeah it's 50 50 and I laughed because I felt I feel like lately it's like 60 40 like or 70 30 <laughs> like I feel like I'm doing 30 percent and for him to say that I I just laughed and he was like you pick up where where I'm lacking and I'm like yeah I guess I do and then I said to myself (laughs) hey wait a minute I'm not being confident in myself and I'm not being nice to myself I said that out loud I'm not gonna talk about myself like that anymore and so sometimes you even got to remind yourself and that is self-love and so I want to remind you guys that you know that's what I think a a a a relationship should be um when you when you're seeing when you're talking about fifty fifty, uh, well that's what I refer to when when Tanya and I are talking about fifty fifty. You know I uh, I feel that she picks up in areas that uh, I'm not very strong in, and uh, and uh, she tells me that I come in in areas where you know maybe I'm a little bit stronger than her, mm-hmm. and we uh, it ends up you know being all about balance. Yes. And there's that fifty fifty. Yeah, there you go. Ooh, you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Yeah, we. Uh, we're. You wanna? Were you gonna say something? I was, but I wanna know what you have to say. Oh no, no! I was just gonna roll on because we we were talking about how we're we're both power people, mm-hmm. and then we just rolled off into how we met and. Yeah, yeah that's I, how it goes. <laughs> I'm a grass dancer. I dance. I dance. Uh, powwow. I uh, I am a grass dancer. You know I'm... what? He just started off with a headband too. <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> I I I my actually I can recall my first outfit. My first outfit it wasn't beadwork. It was I can't remember what it was, but uh, you know I uh, I danced ever since I was a little guy, um, maybe about four years old. Danced right through. Till my teens until my outfit couldn't fit anymore and uh and then i quit dancing for for quite a few years and started back up when i was 
about 25 years old. Uh, if there's any advice I can give to any, you know, new dancers or beginner dancers or first time dancers is just to, uh, just to get out there and dance. You know, there's, um, at, at Apollo, there's, there's so many people and there's always going to be, you know, there's going to be at least one person there who's willing to, to share some good words or, mm -hmm. or, or show you a move or two, or, yeah. you know, show you the ropes or maybe even take you under their wing, you know, and that's what power is all about. Um, you know, everybody's family and, uh, I know it's could be ner nerve wracking, you know, first time dancers, but uh, I just encourage you to get out there and, um, you know, um, just to get out there and experience it and and to, and to dance, you know, mm -hmm. dance how your heart feels, um, dance how your heart feels. Um, I just want to encourage you all to, uh, you know. If you, uh, you know, I, I know for myself, first time I danced, I didn't have the, I didn't have the top notch roach or the top notch beadwork or the top notch, you know, suit and all this and that, you know, and, and there's a starting point for everyone. Everyone starts somewhere. You look at the, uh, you look at the, uh, the power superstars and, you know, they started somewhere too. So, uh. Don't be discouraged by by things like that, you know. If it makes you feel good to dance, then then you go out there and you feel good. Yeah, I like that. That's good advice. I I was um fortunate I think plenty plenty of times, many times, I've said, Well, I didn't have a um you know, like a this or that, you know, a power family or um like I have now when I'm very fortunate to have you know, a partner that, my babe here that dances, and my, our three girls, we all dance, and we've made our own Powell family, but growing up, you know, my mom, she stopped dancing by the time I started dancing, so she was a spectator, and um, when I was a tiny tot, I started off with just a traditional dress, but that traditional dress, it danced everything. <laughs> <laughs> it dance jingle grass <laughs> all <laughs> around all the men's categories oh. all the women's my mom said she would be you'd be out there every song holy i'd have to tell you kind of stand off on this side you'd stand off on the side you'd dance every single inner tribal grand entry contest song and at night you'd be crying and i'd be rubbing your legs <laughs> <laughs> but you better believe that that dress that made me feel good it was i remember it, it was a purple velvet little traditional dress i don't know if my grandma made it or my auntie jackie but one of my family members made it and you know it's been a powers have been a blessing to my life and i remember um having the opportunity to have my late grandma dancing even if she could barely walk you know me or one of my other cousins we would she would grab us by the arm and we'd walk with her out there and sometimes you know my grandma wouldn't be able to stand for very long but that wouldn't hold her back from getting out there and dancing and so either me or my cousin Kayla we would hold her arm and we'd stand out there the whole song and, and dance with her and she she loved being Indian if I could explain anything about my late grandma Carmen she was proud to be an Indian you know she loved dancing she was a sun dancer she um really believed in our traditional ceremonies and our sweat lodges and uh she didn't 
I don't even remember her going to the hospital hardly ever. Um, she really was somebody who believed in um the power of prayer in our traditional ways. And so when I think about Powell as I think about that those beautiful beginnings that I had and when I did have my grandma there and um all my mom and her sisters, they would be there, um I don't remember them dancing, but just a family, like, that's what it's about, is, like, having your family there and uplifting each other when you get done dancing. Like, I remember, you know, then I moved on to Fancy. My mom got me into Fancy Shawl, and her and my Auntie Jackie would stay up all night making me outfits, making me a shawl, and this wasn't just sew-down-the-ribbon kind of shawls. (laughs) My mom makes shawls, and she uses that one big needle and she'll put that flat fringe in one by one and then she would braid them um and those were my shawls and i didn't have beadwork at the time i had cloth cape leggings and moccasins but every one of my outfits matched my shawl so (laughs) um she would wake me up her and my auntie um get up we made you an outfit and then i would get up spin around a few times and go back to bed I love dancing. You would catch me at grandma's house with her towels and I would use a towel and I would dance anytime I was called on my my grandma Carm, if she called on me, they said, Come down here and dance. I'd dance around the living room with my other cousins. I was always practicing. I didn't even have to have uh music on, I would just practice. I've always loved this powwow life and um I eventually um I even remember at parties with my my grandma out out in the country with all my relatives on my dad's side would be partying up by the river and uh they'd be playing different music and pretty soon pretty soon some Powell music would come on and my grandma, my Magoo Sally would call it Indian music. Tanya Come here, Huga Dance to the song And so I would start dancing and ooh, she would just Lily and they would all just be my family has always been really encouraging to me. They're not all majority of my family. They don't they don't go around to Powell as maybe a, um their local Powell. But other than that, you know, I tra- we travel. Joel and I and our girls we travel all over, so um they don't get to Powell often. But you know, I also I switched to jingle and I started out contemporary jingle dress. I was probably eleven years old. And my older cousin, she danced jingle, and I always thought really highly of her. And so I wanted to switch to jingle, even though I was really good at fancy. Like, I was winning at a very young age, and um, my mom would teach me all her moves, and she would teach me trick songs. Mm -hmm. And she would say, like, when a song, when you hear it go, "Ah," and then you hear a drop, she would, like, tell me how there's going to be a trick stop. So she was teaching me songs, and I feel like... um, I had an advantage because she knew how to make shawls and so when I started dancing jingle it was time to fend for myself like I don't know like I didn't I'd got hand-me-down dresses um for my older cousin Kayla I I didn't have beadwork I always got her hand-me-down beadwork hand-me-down beadwork um and dresses and I just kind of had to rig up whatever <laughs> I eventually learned how to bead on my own but and I beat it my I had a one of my this is kind of one of my uncle's exes her name was Arlene <laughs> who Arlene was one of my art teachers and she knew how to bead and so because I would go out and ask her if she could help 
she helped bead one of my first sets of beadwork I ever had. It was green butterflies and um I used that throughout teens and then I also borrowed my best friend's beadwork because she wasn't dancing anymore my best friend Coco so I was on loan beadwork for a while too and I didn't have a fan I always borrowed a fan I borrowed my dad finally got me this dark eagle feather fan um and that's what I used until I got into women's and got a different fan but those were my humble beginnings. I just, I caught rides all over the powwows. Um, I I continue to do this because I love it. And some people see, you know, my regalia now and my dresses. And um, it took a lot of hard work, consistency, and um, to get where I am and to get to know people and had shake to, hands. Had, had to put in the time. I huh? did. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, you do. I remember watching some of my idols and thinking, oh, I like her dress. I really like how she made her dress. You know, Jennifer Youngbear, Bonnie, um, Alberts, and uh, those were some. And uh, Acacia, uh, Red Elk, Willow, Abrahamson. Those were all who I was looking up to in teens and like mesmerized by their dance style. It's a uh, very rebellious. It feels to dance contemporary jingle because there's a old style and original way and so you know there is a lot of judgment and um, people being mean to you or talking about your style and and that can be really hurtful because you're only doing what you love you're moving the way you want to move and um, so I just want to encourage you all to um, be kind and if you don't have if you don't like the way somebody dances then I just recommend that you keep those thoughts to yourself and um because that hurt that can that can really be hurtful. I I've went through a lot of that where people don't like the way I dance because it's too fancy or um I don't like the way she does this or that and um I think what dancing is about is a, about healing your heart and then healing the heart of others who need uplifting. And so I encourage you guys to um be uplifting and if you feel like somebody's a good dancer, tell them because that can go a long way. Even some of the the best dancers you see out there might be lacking in confidence and self-love. So I encourage you to give those dancers or singers or whatever idols or people you look up to, give them those words of encouragement because that can go a long way. Mm. Mm-hmm. Has anybody ever come up to you and give you encouragement? You know, I, I often get a... I, uh... Yeah, where's that? I'm looking up in here. I'm looking for something here. The spirits. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I, uh, you know, during my dancing here in the last little while, last few years, I, uh, I picked up an item. I, uh, an item that I use when I dance. It's, uh, it's an eagle fan. And it was given to me from, um, a friend of mine who, had, who has now passed on. His name was Lucas, Lucas Sasakamus. And uh, I met Lucas at a Saskatoon powwow. Uh, I remember dancing. I remember dancing out there. And, well, you know, before I even got out there to dance, I remember him on the sidelines there. He was sitting in his, he was sitting in his wheelchair with, along with his, uh, his dad. And they were just watching the powwow and, and then, uh, you know, I, <clears throat> my category went out there to dance and I went out danced and, um, and I, uh, 
while dancing, I, I, I noticed uh, Lucas. He was sitting. He was sitting by the, uh, just on the outside of the dance arena there in Glos, and you know he. After we danced, uh, Lucas shared some words with me. He said that he liked the way I dance, and you know I I shared some in, some encouraging words with him, and we became friends. And uh, yeah, he gifted me with an item that I carry now when I dance. And when I dance, I always remember Lucas, and uh, you know all the uh, anybody else who needs prayers, you know, during you know time of. Uh, battling sickness or whatever whatever they might be going through um well tanya was talking about her dancing there i was i was thinking about uh how uh you know we all come from somewhere and you know tanya's got a a, a, a long road you know like she's come <laughs> a long ways and um you know i i had composed a song with the group that I sing for, uh, Northern Cree, and we sing it, and it's going to be featured on one of our upcoming albums. Um, and it, uh, it's Tanya's song. I had composed it for her, and the uh, reason for that is just I, I wanted to honor her in all of her, you know, in her accomplishments, you know. Sometimes, sometimes we honor people when it's too late, you know, when they're gone mm -hmm. and uh i i wanted to honor tanya and show her that you know she's appreciated and and that uh people do love her oh <laughs> so we'll sing that song for her and for you guys and uh the words in the song it's just her uh her indian names her lakota name and her Cree name
he's not even addressing here. Yeah, she you're just <laughs> yeah. wearing my dress. You guys don't even know it. I'm just sitting here, it's fully dressed. <laughs> I'd like to just express myself when you were um, talking about that song and just thank you. And I, I've thanked you before, but every single time that you know you sing that song or we sing that song it makes me emotional and i feel really grateful and i'm just thankful for all the love that you give me it's unconditional and that took some learning too to understand what unconditional love is and it's still a process of learning but i'm just really i really thank you and want to say hi hi because um i honestly didn't ever think that i would have a song um my own song and it just makes me feel really good and uh proud and uh i'm a representation of all of us all all natives and non-natives and every everyone here you know and i'm just really thankful that you thought of me and made this song so i kiss you but... oh, oh you betcha you betcha <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll we'll start wrapping it up, but I just wanted to throw in before we before we close out that uh you know if we've um if we've offended anybody we we that's not that wasn't in our that was that was not in our intention and it mm-hmm. it is not our intention yeah. to ever offend anybody and um we uh we're we're not know-it-alls we just we speak to share yeah our intention is to heal our intention is to give you some insight to not feel alone i hope that you take something from our conversations our stories the songs that i hope i hope you take some good from it and are able to share it with a friend or with somebody in need or maybe yourself in order for yourself to grow and heal that's what this is all about this is why we do this this is why we come together to um laugh to sing to smudge to talk about prayer um all of this is what our intention is to come here with a good heart and to give what we have and um it's a circle you know you get we give you all of this you you can give it and share it whether it's the songs that we sing or the stories like um you can share them too and, and it's a gift for you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we like to we like to end it our we like to end our shows live on Facebook or also here at, with our podcast we like to say see you later and in our culture in native cu- culture we don't have a goodbye like for infinite we we always say see you again or see you later that's how that's what i was taught there are no goodbyes yeah it, even even when we lose a relative we'll we'll always see each other again mm-hmm. and so with that i say odiogats and hirata and i say um doksha ake and in cree we say eximaga that is all for now moistas we'll see you later All right.